its wings. It's been filled. Uh, do you have any idea when Mr. Grant will be back? Hi, Mr. Grant. <laughs> You're back. <laughs> Look, miss, I was just about to have a drink and I wouldn't mind some company. Want one? Oh, no, thank you. I said I wouldn't mind some company. Well, all right, I'll... I'll have a Brandy Alexander. How about some coffee? That'd be fine. Uh, has the job been filled? Yeah. Oh. But there is another job. Oh? I figured I'd hire a man for it. Oh. We can talk about it. Well, good. You live in my favorite neighborhood. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I, I just moved in. Is it that nice? Nice. Some of the best saloons in town are over there. <laughs> How old are you? 30. No hedging. No, how old do I look? Uh, why hedge? Yeah. How old do I look? <laughs> 30. <laughs> what religion are you? Mr. Grant, I don't quite know how to say this, but uh, you're not allowed to ask that when someone's applying for a job. It's, it's against the law. Want to call a cop? No. Good. Would you think I was violating your civil rights if I asked if you're married? Presbyterian. <laughs> well, well I, I, I decided I'd answer your religion question. <clears throat> Divorced? No. Never married? No. Why? Why? Mm. You type. Mr. Grant, there's no simple answer to that question. Yes, there is. How about, no, I can't type, or yes, I can. Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. That is the late Ed Asner, who died today at 91, from Mary Tyler Moore to Up. Remember, he did the character voice in Up, Captain Planet, Ed Asner did a lot of great things and I wanted to highlight one of them the the documentary filmmaker Michael Moore whom I am such a fan of I know because also he he's ruffled many feathers and and I think that's why him and uh, Ed Asner liked each other this is from Michael Moore when I was making my first film Roger and me I was broke so I wrote to some famous people to ask for help only one responded, Ed Asner. I don't know you, kid, but here's 500 bucks, said the note attached to the check. Sounds like it'll be a great film. I was an auto worker once. He also eventually became a union president for SAG, the star of the best TV dramas ever, The Lou Grant Show, and one of the best animated films of all time, Up. He also showed up supporting progressive left movements across the country. He took on Reagan and fought against American support of Latin American dictators. Kimberly Clark and Vidal Sassoon, sponsors of the CBS drama, told the network that if he couldn't get Ed to end his political activism, they'd pull their ads from his Lou Grant show. CBS told Ed to tamp it down. He wouldn't, so the sponsors pulled their ads and the award-winning Lou Grant came to an end. He once told me, Look, it's never been easy in this country to speak out against the status quo. I'm not going to stop now. He never did, and I loved him for it. It still isn't easy, Ed, and we will miss you. You once told Mary Tyler Moore on her show, Mary, you've got spunk. I hate spunk. 
The funniest thing about that line was that you were nothing but spunk. Rest in peace, Ed Asner. Solidarity forever. That's from Michael Moore. Roger and Me, which is such an important documentary about the auto industry. And what happened when so many of those plants were closed. Film. Ed Asner was in film. He was in television. There's so much to it. There's so much to it. And I thought, let's highlight an icon who represented Hollywood in such a way. She was she was parody for it. This is such an iconic moment. She's playing an actress who has to get back on her feet. When I think of Hollywood, this is this is the person this is the person I think of. Come on, Oscar. Let you and me get drunk. And that's Betty Davis in 1952's The Star. Where she plays an actress through alcohol and all of this. Uh, Miss? Yes, madam. Where she plays Margaret Elliott. $39.95, isn't it lovely? Uh, Let me see that. The black one? Please. Yes, madam. Well, what in the world do you want with that? That's Margaret Elliott. Oh, it couldn't be. She's in jail. No, some mystery man got her out. I read all about it. Well, if it is Margaret Elliott, I think it's a disgrace for a respectable store like this to hire a jailbird. It's Margaret Elliott, all right. You can't fool me. She was my favorite movie star. Oh, I can't believe it. Besides, Margaret was much better looking than her. Take a good look, ladies. So there's no doubt. It is Margaret Elliot, and it is a disgrace. Margaret Elliot waiting on a couple of old bags like you. You can't talk to us this way. I'll call the manager. Call the manager. Call the president. Call the fire department. I won't be here. Going back where I belong. I am Margaret Elliot, and I intend to stay Margaret Elliot. And that's Betty Davis in The Star. And I thought, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Hollywood as a place where people go to become famous and then some of them crash and burn. And she played someone who crashed and she burned. They can't put me out to pasture. Not me. I was a star, Harry. That's right. And you won an Academy Award. Maggie, I've been your friend for a long, long time and I love you. But there's no denying that fresh, dewy quality. Well, something else takes its place. Perhaps you could suggest how one keeps that dewy quality in this town. I know it's tough, but that's what the public wants. I'm desperate for money. I won't get anything from the auction that long or go to the creditors. And I I was wondering... I don't know how I could explain it to the company if I advanced you any more money. You're into us now for thousands. Perhaps the company's bookkeeper 
could refresh your memory as to the total amount of the 10% to the company? $40,000 a year alone. I've tried to help you, but it hasn't done any good. Sooner or later, we're right back when we started saying the same things to each other. Will that be all, folks? Just a check, please. Say, aren't you Margaret Elliott? Yes, I am. That's what I told Bill back there. I said, Bill, that looks like Margaret Elliott. And he bet me you wasn't. Well, you tell him he lost. public remembers. Well, thanks for nothing. Maggie, John Morgan must have cost you plenty when you were married to him. Now that those westerns of his are cleaning up. You mean ask John for money? Haven't you heard he's putting his savings into a trust fund? For the wife and kiddies. Just a suggestion. Don't you think I have any pride? And she's wearing sunglasses at night. She's wearing those stunner shades. So who more could represent this this land of opportunity than Betty Davis? Someone who fought for really good scripts. Didn't always get him. The Star, directed by Stuart Heisler, Heisler, starring Betty Davis and Mr. Sterling Hayden and Natalie Wood as her daughter, Gretchen. Released in December of 1952. Oh, this is... See, I love the film, but according to this, it was a commercial and critical failure. Betty Davis received an Academy Award nomination for Best Actress. She was damn good in it. See, isn't that interesting? Is that... And and a lot of the performance kind of mirrors her personality. Kind of like in All About Eve. All About Eve, but that was a, a stage actress and someone who wanted to be her. And the star, this is this actress is obviously has a, had a drinking problem or has a drinking problem. Uh, was married and and has fallen in hard times. That moment where she picks up that Oscar, which was really one of her two Oscars. So come on, Oscar. Let's you and me go and get drunk. That's such a moment. And I remember watching it a couple of years ago, late at night. And I and I had never seen it. And I thought that's pretty powerful. Is that Betty Davis? She was in her 40s. At that time, 40 was considered basically. That's it. That's all. Good evening, Miss Elliot. Uh, good evening, Mrs. Adams. I think the door is unlocked. Your sister and her husband stopped by. I let them in as usual. Oh, is that all? Thank you. I wish that were all. Mrs. Adams, you'll have to give me one more day. I'd love to give you all the time you need. But Jones and company had me on the carpet again this morning. If you could see your way clear to letting me have just one month... Don't they know who I am? Didn't you tell them that there's a contract on my agent's desk right now with just a, a few minor details to iron out? 
I told them. But they're an impersonal organization. You're not Miss Elliot to them. You're merely the tenant of number 1257. But sometimes families are different. Uh, couldn't you perhaps ask your relatives? My goodness, Margaret, where you been? Roy and I got to get started for Alhambra. Well, I didn't know you were coming, Faith. It's the first of the month. And Miss Elliot, don't let it worry you tonight. We'll talk tomorrow. You been to some glamour party? Yeah. I had a ball. <coughs> oh, hello, Margaret. I'm hungry. Right. Well, my goodness, you seem to have plenty of time to do everything except get out to Alhambra. <coughs> Mama's been asking after you. Her hip still hasn't mended. She's in bed most of the day. Of course, I'm not complaining, but, well, with the twins on my hands. Oh, you ought to see those twins, Margaret. Such great big boys growing out of everything. I haven't bought a stitch for myself lately, not a stitch. Well, the cost of shoes alone for those boys... I'm afraid I haven't any shoes for 14-year-old boys. For heaven's sakes, who was asking? I was just telling you the family news. Aren't you interested? I have some rather interesting family news, too. I've just come from my auction. You mean you're selling all those nice things? I'm not. My creditors are. I'm bankrupt. Broke. Get it? Understand? Well... Well, my goodness, I always... So, obviously, the family has come for money. But I want to... You know, at that point, Sterling Hayden was a star on his way up. And he, in a way, plays her knight in shining armor in this... So that's Sterling Hayden, Betty Davis, and Natalie Wood. It's it's dramatic. It has everything in it. But it has I mean Bet, Betty Davis, that's that's a performance. And that that goes to show despite what happened and despite it not being considered a success and that was the 1950s you know films like Night of the Hunter and that weren't considered successful and you were in love with me and you were in love with me and now take a good look at yourself the answer's written right smack across your face See? Star. Think about that. Jeez. A a film that holds up 
because you think of all the people now who have crashed and burned and how that's what that's unfortunately what happens and i want to i want to give some shout outs to those who are enduring the hurricane and the fires and my love goes out to lake tahoe so 69 years ago the star was released there's a really great photo of betty davis walking out of those prison bars where she's like do you know who i am yeah Iconic moments like that. Unpleasant dreams.